Okay, and we are live, live on Facebook and also recording our episode two, week one update for conversations with. Live on Facebook and I've got volume echo (laughs) going well. So this week we are going to give our updates. We're going to tell you about one win or one learning that we've had for the week. We are also going to then have an open discussion around um, because it's Worldwide Mental Health Day. We're also going to discuss what we do for self-care. And we've broken that down into separate sections to give you what we do. Not any expert advice, but it's how we deal with self-care and looking after ourselves. So we're going to just jump straight in and give you those week one updates. Now, I'm going to start. So I'm going to step back from giving you my updates on a weekly basis and step back to being a host. You'll have heard my voice far too much um, across season one and uh, the last season. I also haven't started that well within the challenge. So if you want to see how I get on from Monday, even though Pav's telling me tomorrow, then you'll have to follow me on Instagram. And for the rest of everybody else's updates, I'm sure you'll be able to find out how they're getting on on Instagram, Facebook, and the JSAM Facebook page. So let's just jump straight in. And first of all, if you haven't been on the podcast, you can give us a quick introduction um, of your name so our listeners know and and maybe where you come from and any of your your challenge goals. But let's jump straight in and we're going to speak with uh, Secret Veggie or Joe, first of all. Um, I'm Joe. Um, so this week my main win was going back to work and dealing with the anxiety I had around that by actually taking some proactive steps in terms of managing things before shit hit the fan so yeah I'm feeling pleased with that this week um, brilliant Sam, and I think you know for, for you Veggie going back to work was was a big step so yeah well done and um, less hours next week hopefully <laughs> So let's um, let's now speak to somebody who wasn't on last week and uh, speak with Nessa. Hi, yeah, uh, I missed last week, so uh, first showing for me tonight. Uh, I'm Nessa. I uh, live just outside Oxford, um, UK. Um, my main challenge goal is to do ten of the most evil TRX pikes. Um, I can currently do zero. Uh, I'm still at zero. So we'll see how we go. Um, but got some other sub goals in mind. Um, one of which is running a 10K under an hour. Um, and I went out as a test run this morning. So my win for the week is actually that um, I, I actually took a wrong turn on a footpath. So I ended up running 15K this morning, uh, which is further than I've ever run in my life. Um, and from a timing perspective with now 11 weeks ahead of me, uh, it's actually okay. Uh, so the, the 10 of those 15 came in at an hour and four minutes. So uh, looking okay for my sub goal of an hour, hopefully. Um, definitely, you'll smash that. Well done. Thank you. Um, and uh, moving on now to um, our second last season one guest, Katie Holly. Hello. Um, yeah, thanks for having me again. I don't <laughs> surprised you're not bored of my voice now Alistair but um yes yeah, my first time on podcast with everyone so hi everyone 
Um, and my challenge goal, very quickly, um, which is on my Instagram, and um, if you want to have a look at it, it's to lift um, 250 kilograms, uh, not with one in one move because I'm I'm only five foot two and I think it would be impossible, but in three moves. Um, so I'm looking at a combined deadlift, um, squat, and hip thrust. Um, my win this week was a managed to, which you've probably all seen, uh, is that I managed to get um, a hip thrust PB of 100 kilograms. And the, the main reason why this is a massive win is because some PT back in um, February told me that I'd never get anywhere on my JSA training programme and that I wouldn't change the way I looked. And it, I was just doing endurance training. So it's a big for him uh, this week that I got to 100 kilograms. So, yeah. Yeah, triple digits well done um yeah brilliant that's a that's a really good start um, and yeah up yours as it was um, thank you thank you katie good to have you back um judith hi everybody um i think my win was actually today when i decided to start food prepping again I'd sort of struggled this week. Yesterday I had a really crap day and I actually tracked all my food so that today I got up, went and brought all my chicken and did my meals for my lunch and dinner for all of next week. So I'm pretty happy with that. Brilliant. Good to be organised. Well, moving on to the food prepper of all food preppers. Is that Pav? Hi, you all right? Yeah, so I think my win this week is, is kind of being able to survive. <laughs> this week without any particular dons. So I managed to do my thousand burpees. And when I started them last Saturday, I was really, really kind of daunt daunted by it because I've never done throughout the week, probably three different classes at CrossFit. I've probably never done more than 50 at a, at a time. So to actually do 150 for six consecutive days and then 100 on my seventh day, it was a massive win and it was a massive kind of confidence boost. So I'm really happy about how the next 11 weeks are looking and a little pep talk from our Joe as well this morning has really kind of given me a nice little boost and that, that you know, an extra bit of confidence going into those remaining 11 weeks. Um, and Pab assures me they are chest to floor. <laughs> I'll send you some stills. It's a, yeah, it's a, good, good stuff, mate. Well done. Um, and uh, now we're going to go uh, down under again and speak to um, Emily. All right. So, um, let's see. One thing I learned this week is I need more sleep. <laughs> I need to not watch television at night and stay up till all hours because we've been getting up earlier since the sun comes up earlier. So. More sleep is definitely needed. So that, that, that is a big one. And so, yeah. So at least you've recognised it. Well done. Yeah. Huh. So now, now we're going to speak to uh, Rob, who's, yes, this is his first time on a podcast. So welcome, Rob. Thank you. Um, so I'm Rob. Uh, I've been with the JSA for about, I don't know, what, three years, but I haven't really been that involved with it, I think. It's my third challenge although this will hopefully be the first one I complete uh, for various reasons positive this week I am now on day six of no smoking so I'm taking that as a win um, 
Yeah, massive win. Well done. Um, good, good start. Um, what's your challenge goal, Rob? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've kept it simple this time. I've just got to do 36 workouts. Um, I've got two in this week. Uh, unfortunately, I was going to train today, but my doms are a little too bad at the moment. Um, no, well, two, two's in the bag. Well done. And no smoking. Keep it going. What's that? Coming from a smoker doesn't really help. <laughs> so um, let's uh, let's go to USA and, uh, and speak to Alyssa. Hello. Uh, my big win this week was not comforting myself with food. <laughs> I still managed to loss this week, which was great. Uh, so yeah, I think that was my big, my big one. Um, good, good. So yeah, and you had had a massive. Uh, yes. Found out I have to have I have to have spine surgery again. Yay! So, anyways, it's uh, it's uh, yeah. But I, I was I was really depressed and normally I would just, you know, eat my feelings, but I didn't and I'm proud of myself for that. It's a big, big win. Well done. And, um, and hopefully it all goes well. It's, um, not a big win having to have spinal surgery, but a big win <laughs> you dealt with it. <laughs> um, okay, so let's go to uh, New Zealand and uh, speak with, with Paddy. So, um, and uh, pa Paddy, before we move on, your post was very brave in the Facebook group today. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, that was a thing. Um, this week, I'm stoked. I did five, five of the seven days I trained. Um, and so, yeah, that's looking like a good... Don't have too bad doms. My weights are feeling really good, so it's like a good... I don't know, good sign for the next 11 weeks that hopefully that strength will come back and I can get some get some lifts. That's sort of how I'm tracking each week as well for like progress is how many days I get into the gym because I'm only testing my goal every four weeks. So the, the number I put in to the app is just the same number until I retest again in four weeks. So doing it a little bit differently, but it's working out. Okay. Good. Well, yeah, five workouts. It's, um, that's, yeah, well done. Yeah, it was fun. That's, that is the main thing, to make sure that it is mm. fun. So, um, now let's speak to Elena. Hi. Um, my big win this week was that I don't have back pain after deadlifting 60 kg yesterday. No. Yeah, yesterday, um, thanks to some really good advice from Gemma McKnight and John Parker, who I just want to give a shout out to because they've helped me a lot with it. Um, and it's just one of those movements I really struggle with. So I'm really happy with that. Um, and that, that's a real positive of, of the JSA is the, the support you can get there. Um, and John Parker has made some amazing weight lift gains especially you know over the last sort of six months i've been watching him and that guy can lift so yeah yeah and he's not he's quite little <laughs> <laughs> um no good as well no back pain real positive and uh you know, keep, keep going okay charlotte hello um i've actually had a really good week this week um, 
I hit all my sub goals um, that I set myself this week. Um, my main goal is to run 5K in under 30 minutes. Um, I did it this week at 35, but still got 11 weeks to, to bring that down as well. Um, but yeah, pound off this week um, and quarter inch off my hips, thighs and waist. So I'm really happy with that. Um, and yeah, just tracking, uh, food tracking and stuff has been a bit of a pet peeve at the minute. So it's something that I need to work on as well. Okay, well, about 35 will come down. That's, uh, yeah. That's, um, yeah. Yeah, just, just, just keep going. Um, I just need someone to chase me and I'll be fine. I've read some good quotes on that, but uh, I can send them to you. Um, yeah. Uh, Nikki? Um, no. Um, my win for this week has been getting enough sleep and not waking up feeling knackered and doing a bit more listening when my body needs sleep. Getting, I think, um, over seven and a half hours each night, which is brilliant compared to what I used to be. So that's my win, getting enough sleep and recovery. Good, good. And, and I guess that you can relate to, to Emily on that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Opposite end from Anne, sorry. <laughs> Boasting that I've got enough, but yeah. No, good. What's that? Yeah, that's a good a good win to have that you've you've seen that mm. going up. Um, well done. Okay, dokie. So now we're gonna just open that discussion out. Now you know you've had our updates. Um, it is it's been you know quite busy on on socials today with, and I mentioned you know some people that have been you know I've seen lots of brave posts, uh, with World uh, Mental Health Day. And it shouldn't really be down to one day, and I know it's a whole month, but as we were recording tonight, we obviously decided to go live and give, give a, our self-care. Um, but you know, anybody who's got behind that today on social media, you know, for, for me personally, I think that's, that's it's really good that we can do that, but we shouldn't forget it. Um, now, I asked the guests before they came on to kind of tell me what their the self-care was, just so we keep it really grouped, and there were some real common themes. So... The first sort of common theme that came out was about being at the beach or, or near the sea. Um, and Charlotte, you mentioned uh, that you like to go paddleboarding. Yes. And, um, yeah. Um, I've got my own inflatable um, sup, so I do that a lot. But being down in Cornwall, it's easy because we're surrounded by water down here. But yeah, for getting out on the water, you're just out on the water. There's nobody else there. Um, and it's just kind of my, my downtime. So, yeah, that's kind of normally like my Sunday thing every other weekend. So, yeah, it's my kind of like self-care Sunday kind of thing. So, yeah, which I'll be doing tomorrow. So how do you keep that going in the winter? Um, lots of layers. <laughs> lots and <laughs> lots of layers. Definitely. Um, and don't I, fall I, in. Um, good for the core is paddleboarding. Good for the legs as well. The first couple of times I did it, my thighs were literally on fire. Um, but yeah, it is it is really good, um, like stability and stuff as well. But yeah, it's just nice to be out on the water. It's it's my happy place. It's not good for the shins. I tried it in Cornwall about three weeks ago and I couldn't get on and it kept smashing on <laughs> the shins. So <laughs> it gave me stress more than anything. But it wasn't my first <laughs> attempt. But 
It does look. It does. Yeah, look but the, the kind of ideas in the name though, Pav, it's stand up paddleboarding, not yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's getting to stand up. <laughs> That's the issue I was. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> So moving on from standing up, some people mentioned about yoga on a paddleboard. And, and so, yeah, I'm not that good yet. I did do that last summer. It was amazing, but really hard. <laughs> was that in the harbour, Joe? Yeah. Can you remember? You did it in the harbour, didn't you? In Bristol Harbour? Yeah. Did you manage a headstand on it? I didn't manage a headstand, but I can't do a headstand without all anyway. But um, I did do a nice backbend and some triangle poses and things. It's actually... it's. It's weirdly terrifying doing it on the water, but then you're like, well, actually, doing falling in is less painful in water than what it is falling over in a yoga studio. But I was like, I don't want to get Bristol Harbour water in my eyes with contact lenses and like get horrible like gangrene in my eyes and stuff. So I was not going to fall off that board. Pink <laughs> eye. <Yeah. laughs> uh, moving in, moving on to clean water then, Pav. Well, is it clean and, and the North Sea? as clean as you're going to get, I think, in the UK. Well, I say that, Cornwall's beaches are amazing. Um, some of the beaches that I'm lucky and fortunate to live about 20 minutes walk away are amazing, especially in the summer. Um, and I've, and I, you know, I said to you in the, in the chat earlier, just due to the weather, I haven't been down to the beach as often. And I don't know what it is, but it's about being in cold salt water, it, I, I, I can't explain it. I, I really can't. And I'm sure there's studies out there by far more intelligent people than me to, to, to define it and explain it. But the feeling of a cold wave hitting you and you getting submerged and then that kind of rush, it's, it, for me, it, it, it is just, it's like taking medicine, honestly. It, it, I, cannot, I cannot explain why I feel that way, but, you know, that's why, for those who have followed me on Insta for a while, will see me, you know, as often as I can, I will go for a dip in the sea. And it's not a swim, you know, I don't go for a swim. It's literally 10 second, 30 second dip. And that's all I need. Um, and I've tried to replicate that by having cold showers in the morning. But it, it's not the same. Don't worry, you know, you still get that 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 rush that, but it's it, it's something about salt water that I, I don't I just, I, I just cannot explain it. But that that that's for me a bit of self-care. And I've I haven't done it for a couple of weeks. And I can feel it's in my body in a way that I, I need to go. I might go tomorrow morning, do some burpees on the beach, and then go for a dip. There, I've said it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Live on Facebook. So, uh, you can't even say, well, that was on, you know, it not, didn't come out till Tuesday. It's yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, what, I don't know what, what, how Charlotte feels, you know, when she's on, I guess, uh, the objective of paddleboarding is to, to stay up and stay. But I'm, I'm sure there's no, you know, there'll be occasions where you've, you've fallen off. And, you oh, know, too many numerous, times. <laughs> <laughs> numerous times. But when you come off, when you come off the beach from paddleboarding, yeah, I, I don't know how you feel. Like, what's what's the overriding kind of feeling? You do, you do feel really refreshed. It is just like that feeling. Like it is just like that kind of washed kind of like everything's just gone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It is. It is a bit of a weird one, but it is a nice feeling at the same time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get that for just sitting there sometimes. I don't necessarily need to go in. I'm not against going and I love going into water, but I can get that just walking down and sitting on the beach and it's almost quite meditative, just the noise yeah. of the beach and the smells. It's just quite, it's all right. It's a, it's a little bit of, yeah, almost meditation, but quite a meditative place, I feel. I get that from just putting my feet in the water. Yeah, just sticking your feet and just walking yeah. in is enough, yeah. I'm with Pav on the cold water. I do open water swimming. So I don't know if anywhere near the sea, but I go open water swimming. I'm actually going tomorrow morning to a, a lake nearby. And it's, yeah, it's like Charlotte says, sort of when you come out, I don't, it's, it's, un, it's, under, it's like indescribable. It just feels, the anticipation of it is horrible. Yeah. Like right now I'm dreading tomorrow morning and like walking into the lake, it will be horrendous because it's 11 degrees, but coming out, it's going to feel amazing. Um, I'd, I'd agree with getting in the because I do open water swimming and it's it's definitely it's invigorating. Mm. It takes your breath away and then and it makes you feel alive. Um, but you know, Emily, you were you mentioned the, the different side of the beach about going to the beach and doing some grounding. Yeah. So wow. when I do, I go every week, um, at least once a week, uh, depending on how bad of a week it is. And I walk all the way out to one point and then on the way back, I walk on the sand and I make sure I walk just at the, sh at the line where the water comes in. So I get that sand between my toes and the feeling of, I know it sounds a little bit hippie, but like reconnecting with the earth and like being present between the water and the ground. So you get both of the elements at once. And it just really helps to like, um it washes away everything like what Nikki was saying it like kind of just takes everything away and it's just that hour to myself where I don't I tune everything out I don't respond to messages I don't answer phone calls don't look at anything I just listen to a podcast or music and that's my me time and it resets my brain and it resets my my mindset for the whole week ahead and I do it at the beginning of the week so I do it on a, on a Tuesday to prepare me for the rest of the week because the back half of my week is, is crazy generally. So it's really good. It's, I recommend it to everyone. And I'm lucky I live like 15 minutes away from the most beautiful beach ever. <laughs> so. It's, it's, it's a kind of a common phrase, isn't it? And I know James has coined it and Lucy Lord, who's part of the, J, you know, well-known within the JSA, it's the vitamin C, isn't it? It's Yeah. It's, mm. how, you know, it, <laughs> if someone came to me, what would you prescribe? Yeah, you know, cold water, salt, salt it, you know, <laughs> vitamin C. Yep. Um, yeah, no, so the, on to the walking was something that came out from, from a lot of you as well. And uh, Judith, you mentioned that, you know, autumnal walks. Oh, yeah. Really love this time of year because it's really nice and crisp. You can just get out. It's not too hot. It's just, it's just lovely. And the sky's still beautiful and blue, stick the podcast on and off you go. Um, that, that, is, is there something about it being autumnal that you like? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's from whenever my kids were young and they put the wellies on and they went and ran in the leaves and things like that. And it's just, I think the colours, it's just, there's, it's just my favourite season because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. Um, who was it that mentioned about walking, but with no headphones, just you and the, was that Nessa? That was me and this creature who's just interrupted, sorry. Um, 
yeah, I just, obviously I have to walk out and like most of my walks I will have some headphones and have a podcast or music or whatever but I just find sometimes I just like no distraction um and just uh just like me and the outside uh and actually not having to concentrate on anything so not trying to listen to a podcast or like just the silence I, I like it um have you ever tried I've, I've got um noise cancelling headphones mm. I've, yeah, I've got. I've, I've come. I've, 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 yeah, ago. just just go out with nothing, just no noise at all. Um, That's. Uh, I haven't tried that. But yeah, I've got some noise cancelling ones, but I haven't tried it with no noise as such. Um, I think there's, there's a common thing about coming through about connecting with nature overall from those two subjects, but then maybe moving away from that what about so a couple of you mentioned hobbies and uh elena we're gonna ask can you can you speak any spanish yet sí. Sí. <laughs> <laughs> i've only done i've done one year of spanish lessons but it's just something a bit different because all my other hobbies involve moving or exercising and i just wanted to do something that's a bit different and i like learning languages, you know, I'm, my first language is Welsh, so I'm already bilingual and it's just nice to do, be, to do something a bit different. And it's a good excuse to go to Spain when COVID is over to actually, you know, get some sun and try and speak Spanish. It's just something a bit different, you know, breaks up my week, just a bit of a change. You mentioned that it allows you to just be fully focused on something yeah something just forget about everything else you know um i i've been i've exercised and stuff for years and it's just part of my routine now and it's just it just means i focus on something completely different you know i don't think about what's happening in the world um because you have to focus your mind so much on learning another language it just shifts the focus a bit just for two hours a week just a bit of a change. What other languages do you speak? Welsh. I'm okay with English. <laughs> um, and French. I'm pretty good at French. Um, but yeah, Welsh is my first language. So it just makes it a little bit easier to learn another language when you have more than one already, I think. Um, so hobbies was quite a big subject. And I'm aware of time. Um, but um, Paddy, you spoke, you mentioned something again that was a bit different about your painting. Yeah. Um, so I'll try to be quick. I studied painting for five years at uni, uh, doing fine arts with honours. And um, so I've got, I'm lucky enough to have a studio and quite a good art gallery in town. Um, and I try to get one day a week where I can go in and just paint like the entire day and just listen to music and just like completely like take myself out of the world and put myself into something that I'm creating. And quite often, like I'll forget I'm even listening to music or the music will stop. And I've just been like painting for like an hour, just like unaware of anything around me. And I think it's, it's quite a cool sort of, 
exercise just to turn off so much of like the parts of your brain that are constantly spinning and worrying about things and just completely focusing on that one thing. Um, I, I can't paint for love and money. I can't draw. Um, so, you know, I, but that's really cool that it just, it can take you away for such a long period of time. Um, yeah. I think some of the best or most notorious artists in the world were known for not eating or, or drinking or, you know, being locked away for days coming up with their, their masterpieces. That's a good way for a CFD, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> One way. Nice, nice link, Paddy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, now, before we move on from painting, Rob, you, I know that you like to uh, paint, but in a different way. Oh, man, you're outing my nerdiness. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I paint miniatures, uh, miniature models I have since I was like 11. Um, I used to run a business, actually, uh, commission painting. So it's something I do at least half an hour a day of, and it is just literally like my meditative time. Everything else fades away, and it's just me and what I'm working on. Um, cool. So, yeah, similar stuff. Because then I see Paddy smiling at that, so... Uh, I totally get it. And even when Elena was talking about Spanish and just like parts of your brain turning off because you're so focused on that one thing, it's 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 true. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally. Um, and then I guess something that's along that that hobby hobby craft um, would be um, your old lady hobby. Your old lady hobby, Alyssa. Yes, my old lady hobby. I like to sew. I sew. I sew like couture dresses and I sew vintage style dresses and things like that. But uh, my 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 self care used to be running, but obviously that's on hold at the moment. Um, but I think the thing, I mean, it, no matter as long as I'm creating something, I think that that's what does it for me. Because yes, you can really just dive into it and not focus on anything else. And it kind of helps you get out of, you know, if you're in a bad mindset. And uh, I think the thing that I ultimately crave the most is uh, the sense of accomplishing something. I have a toddler at home. My entire life is pretty much to be his best friend right now. So to be able to do anything for myself or put something out there that is just me and not uh, you know, uh, people say, oh, your, your, your contribution is your child. And they said, no, I need my own contribution because I think that's important so that you have your own sense of self. And so really for me, it's, it's, it's that sense of accomplishment, even with running. I mean, running sucks, but at the end you're like, oh my God, I just ran 15 miles. That's amazing. Uh, and you feel amazing. And so I think that that's a lot of what I do. No, running does suck. I hate yeah. running. <laughs> <laughs> but the end is amazing. I mean, you know, you're crossing the finish line in the race and just, I, I really, I do miss running. And I mean, for little parts, it, it's not bad. But uh, yeah, really for me, it's creating something or accomplishing something. And I think that that's, it's a way to zone out on a task and, and get that sort of mental boost that you've done something. And I think that's what it, that's what it is for me. Um. Brilliant. So kind of crossing over from, from hobbies, like a kind of crossover from hobbies and to our next subject was writing, was book reading. 
And um, you know, Katie, you dropped this in into the chat first of all. So you, you're an English yeah. teacher, so that's good that you are reading. It's, yeah, uh... I mean, I should be because I'm an English teacher. So if I don't read, then I'm quite hypocritical. Um, <laughs> but because I live obviously in up northwest in Manchester, where it's, you know, quite grim, I don't have a lovely beach to escape to, um, which I'm so jealous of all your lovely walks by the sea. I really miss the sea. Um, so yeah, so I escape via reading to different worlds and places. And it's exactly what Eleanor and Paddy and Rob were saying. It, like, it just, you focus on something else that's not your life um, or like what's happened that day. And I just, I love it. So I'm reading Jamaica Inn, which is set in Cornwall at the moment. Uh, I don't, I don't rate it though, so don't read that one. Um, <laughs> but, she, but she wrote, she, she wrote Rebecca as well, which was good. Daphne du Maurier. Um, so she wrote Rebecca, which um, was really good. I'd recommend that one. Yeah, I think. So that just kind of just takes you away into a, another world that you can just pretend that you're there almost. I don't want to be there. There's like all sorts of horrible things going on. But yeah, some, sometimes I want to be there. <laughs> you'll, have to, um, you'll have to come down to the Jamaica Inn, Katie, down in, um, is up at Bodmin. It's amazing. <gasps> yes, is it there? Yeah. I'm there. Middle of nowhere, but it's amazing. It's proper old worldy pub with like cobbles outside and yeah, oh you can God, actually sleep really. in the rooms and stuff as well. Haunted, majorly, majorly, but yeah, majorly. Yeah, well, J Joss Merlin's just popped his clogs there, so he's probably haunting it. So. <laughs> yeah. And Aunt Peach, Aunt Patience as well. Anyway, yeah. I'll Randomly, I am, I'm virtually sitting outside Jamaica in on my virtual Land's End to John O'Groats race at the moment. I'm literally <laughs> at the junction to Jamaica in. <laughs> that's so weird full <laughs> world weird connection um, who uh, was um, mentioned about reading is there anybody else I agree with Katie uh, it is my escape it is it just doesn't matter what kind of book it is I, for me it has to be like not realistic it has to be that like not nonfiction so like the self-help and the fitness books and stuff they're great but it has to be the fantasy the love romance the another planet <laughs> you know another time period whatever and you just you get lost in it it just and then you start thinking about what it would be like to be there so it gives you that escapism mm. I'm, I'm one of those weird ones I read multiple books at a time I always have a non-fiction and a fiction on the go and I love the nonfiction for it is another world and it's beautiful and you yeah, it's a fly on the wall in whatever that is mm -hmm. with it. I'm sorry, not no, the fiction the fiction is like that. The nonfiction, then it's the same kind of learning. It's you switching your brain on, you're really thinking and concentrating, and then you learn it's it's constant learning. I love it. I yeah, I do the same on massive bookworm as well. I love it. So moving on from readers to writers then. Um and I'm going to let's speak with Rob, who talked about journaling. Um, yeah, so I spend, I don't know, what, like an hour a day, probably just journaling first thing in the morning, um, just like three A4 pages. And I just literally brain dump whatever's flying in my head, however I feel. Like, I even ask myself the question, how do I feel? and explore that, explore what I'm actually feeling at that time, what's frustrating me, what's good, what's bad, you know, what's coming up, what am I anxious about? Um, I started doing it about five months ago when lockdown 
It's about, yeah, it's about April, actually, about mid-April. I'd like, I'd been made redundant, a relationship had ended, and I was just like, I just need to, you know, it's lockdown, couldn't see anyone. I just needed to get a lot of stuff out, and I've just turned to journaling, and it's, it's really, really my mental state. So if anyone wants to give it a go, I'd recommend. Um, so, uh, Joe, I know that you're uh, a blogger, um, and uh, from reading them, I guess they're a bit of a journal for you at times. Yeah, and actually putting writing as my self-care is feels really ironic, given that I started the blog at the start of lockdown because I was struggling with writing for work so much and was finding writing so stressful and hating it and not enjoying it. Um, so I started the blog just as a way to get myself writing regularly in a very free, you know, just about random nonsense way. But actually what it's turned into is my way of kind of thinking stuff over and figuring stuff out. And when I've got something on my mind, actually getting it down and kind of just releasing it almost. So it's no longer being chewed over in my head and dealing with the kind of worry about opening up about stuff. So yeah, it's become really, really important. And actually while I was in hospital, I wasn't able to write a blog, but the amount of times when I was dealing with stuff, I was like, right, okay, write a waffle is what I call them. And so I was laying there in the hospital bed, kind of in my head, writing my post and posting it like mentally, just to kind of park that, park that stuff. And then I was able to stop stressing about it. So yeah, it's been a surprising addition to the self-care tools for me, which I really enjoy doing. And I can relate to that, having started to write an email every day. And I never intended it to be that way either, Joe. It was like, you know, it was always intended to, get more subscribers or get more people to give me some money um but actually i found it being that i'm writing for me and uh, first and foremost um and i'm not i would never thought of me as a writer and i find myself enjoying it and actually it's become the like the first thing i do most days so um yeah definitely writing is and it's something i get like i get go quite deep into and i find that um you know letting the whole load of stuff roll and sometimes it's not what i end up sending but i've written a whole load of other stuff in the background so um yeah writing is is something that i i would recommend as well um and then so meditation i think is something that is highly under i wrote on my post this morning about it being highly under practiced and under prescribed um and nikki i know that i when i first started following you I wrote, I loved the fact that you were talking about meditation and uh, and Nikki sent me the copy of the Daily Stoic, so linking back to reading. Oh, look, look at that, right on cue. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, talk to us about meditation, Nikki. Oh, I don't know how much at all. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, for me, it comes from trying to calm my thoughts, my brain. I um project manager by trade by um, education and i'm constantly thinking what's the next step what do what uh what do i need to make sure that step happens are there any issues that are going to come ahead how do i get past the issue how do i stop the issues happening i no, that's and that goes at 100 miles an hour constantly um so and i think as a result of that i get some anxiety and i stress and i overthink it out and my brain's going a million miles an hour and to meditate is really it's it's difficult i'm still finding it difficult i've not got there yet but i'm making myself do it some days 
I make myself do it for longer. Um, some days I can only manage three minutes before I need to get up and out of the house. But it sort of grounds me, similar to the beach. I mean, so lots of people have said it is grounding and it's, it really makes me sit and think and just let thoughts go and relax. What I like doing with the Daily Stoic, it's a page a day and it's stoicism. I sort of read that, I think about it and then I'll sit and meditate and I've got that in the back of my head and trying to, yeah, expel some of this. It's, I don't know what else to say. It's, yeah, it's a funny one. It's one, it's, I know it's definitely good and it's also good for sort of streamlining thoughts and stopping the noise, I guess, behind everything else. Does that make sense? I don't think I've explained that very well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna order it. Do it, definitely I do it. Do I, I really it. enjoy it. I, definitely I recommend, recommend it. it. I'm doing the same yeah, thing. I got mine last week. Mine arrived last week, and I've been sitting in the morning having breakfast on my own, reading my page. It's great. Mm. Yeah, it's part of my routine. It sort of gra- it sort of calms me ready for the day. I sit, I read, I do that. Then my ability and do a little stretch. And then I'm off and I feel like I've sort of calmed myself before I get manic in my head and going a hundred miles an hour. So I, yeah, sort of sets me off quite nicely for the day. So there's loads, lots of people be a one page a day. That's all it is. I'm, all it I'm, I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible reader. I, I just don't, but I heard a, I was, I heard a podcast the other day and they said, um, I think it was Paul Mort's podcast. And he was, he had a That's how some of them are. It's tiny. There's nothing much there. That's how short some of them are. Excuse my scribbles. Yeah. And they said, if you pick up a book with the intention of saying, right, I'm going to read five, six books a year, then you probably won't do it. But if you pick up a book and say, I'm going to read a chapter every night, and that just one chapter, then you will probably read, you could potentially read 30 books in the year. If I read a minimum of 10 pages a day, uh, and that's just what I read every day without yeah. fail. And that adds up to about a book a month. Um, uh, I think that's a good, accessible way to do it. I that from what yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. My um, I started it at the start of the year, so it's something to what Lauren did for a chance, but I'm, start, I'm doing a book a week, roughly. And I'm just I'm just about on track for it. But yeah, it's reading, before I go to bed, it's reading 10 or so pages, putting like a daily page read. I think helps you if you want to move through books and do that. Definitely. As cheesy as it sounds, but obviously it is JSA related. You get a lot of people coming in and they say, right, I want to lose 30 inches or I want to lose 10 kilograms straight away. If you're gonna if you if you're aiming for your end goal straight away, then it, you're kind of making it harder for yourself. Too so far away. The, aim yeah. for the first inch, repeat, or aim for the first kilogram and repeat. Yeah, exactly. Aim for 10 minutes, aim for a page. Yeah. I'd say it's, it's the thing about the Daily Stoic is there's only one page and it's actually a more around it's more around the meditation side of it um, than, than reading um, and helping mm. you clarify your thoughts. And I, I guess from what I've learned from reading the first kind of 15 pages is that when I come back to it next year and I start to read the, the first page again, it will have a completely different meaning than it did a year ago. Um, you know, the meditation is is my thing for, for self-care. Um, and it's something I went to a mentor for every week for the last well, 18 months prior to, to lockdown. And what I've learned about it is 18 months is still a drop in the ocean with meditation. 
um mm. you are you know, it's like a, a lifelong practice um but the way it was somebody explained it to me was you don't turn your brain off during the day even when you sleep your brain doesn't turn off because you dream so there's mm-hmm. one point that you can actually turn your brain off and that's through meditation and i was yeah. like yeah that makes so much sense because we rest our bodies but why do we not rest our brains and i like that that's what helped helped me with with putting that into practice and there's some days i fall off the wagon and i don't do it and then there's other days and i have to really concentrate on it um and i might set the intention of doing three minutes five minutes you know but quite often it's longer um and it can be you're quite peaceful but it's something you have to go and learn how to practice and do more research and more reading on it and um yeah but i would say that if there's one person you want to follow if you're going to start it is to follow jay shetty um and there's that's somebody that will bring you complete will will help bring you peace um but yeah i think there's that's that's kind of my my 10 pence worth on on self-care is um you know, to do whatever you're doing, it sounds like the the common theme that we had was to do it regularly, um, and to mm-hmm. keep doing it, and to remind yourself that that's what you were doing. So, um, yeah, I I feel that we've we've had a that's a a brilliant um episode to bring our listeners on World Mental Health Day, and um, thank you so much to all of our guests because that's that was really informative, um. And I hope our listeners have all got something out of it. I hope our, our Facebook Live viewers, who I keep forgetting are there, so hi. <laughs> and um, yeah, we'll get the episode published and posted early next week. And we will be back at the same time next week, but we probably won't be back Facebook Live every week because we want you to actually start listening to the podcast. So yeah, thank you ever so much to everybody. And just as a plug, live everybody james smith episode will be out tomorrow part one will be out tomorrow and if you've not listened to it it's part of world mental health day paul greenland or gin Laden fitness episode went out yesterday and we covered mental health as well so please go and give all of those a listen and we will speak to you next week thank you very much <laughs>